Hey everyone and thank you for joining us for episode 18 of Let's Talk Touchdowns. With less than a week till the playoffs begin, we've got a jam-packed episode for you. I am Morgan Edwards and joining with me as ever is the author of the New York Times bestseller, This Is Why I Hate the Philadelphia Eagles, it's K. Ryan Hines. <laughs> I'm good, thanks. How are you doing? Not too bad, not too bad. It um, feels bad, you know. We were so close towards the end, so close beating the Cowboys. But then the Washington Eagles, who would have thought, you know? Washington made it to the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, one of those teams from the NFC East had to, didn't they? Um, yeah. Have you seen all the uh, controversy of, of surrounding the Eagles then? No, I haven't. Have you not? Right, no. okay. Hence the, hence the title, this is why I hate the Philadelphia Eagles. So... The Eagles, Doug Peterson, basically, there was like they were trailing by three points at the end of the third quarter, and it was like mm. fourth and one. And instead of going for the field goal, they just decide to run it, and they don't make the first down. So they throw away drawing the game in yeah. the third quarter. Then the Eagles bring on Nate Sudfield in the fourth quarter. The Eagles were three points behind, and they bring on a guy who hasn't had a snap for them, a quarterback who hasn't had a snap for them all season. And they benched Hertz. And they benched Hertz, even though he was playing well. And so, Wentz didn't come back in. And Wentz didn't come back in. So he came on through 32 yards, seven incompletions, and an interception. And the result of this, right, is that the Eagles have gone from being ninth in the draft order to sixth in the draft order, and everyone is absolutely livid. They're saying that Doug Peterson threw the game intentionally to get the sixth pick in the draft. I mean, he did, yeah. He did, and he, he denied it in the press conferences, but, I mean, everyone from the Raven, sorry, everyone from the Giants are absolutely raving about it because basically it, cost Giants the chance of the playoffs. It did, and it's not like Cowboys have a good... De- I mean, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's not like Washington have an amazing defence. Um, that, that They did throw away the game. It's it's completely like it, how it sounds because Hurts could have won them back the game. Mm-hmm. In third quarter... It, it's, the game's not over. In fourth quarter, the game's not over. Yeah. So, uh, I I didn't know that. Um, yeah, must, yeah. Have, must have missed that. People are calling it like an absolute disgrace, and I kind of agree because it we is. talked about it on previous episodes, yeah, haven't we? Yeah, we did a couple of episodes ago. That's that's a tactic um, teams use in different sports, but mm-hmm. it wasn't. It's not a tactic usually used in American football because the players have too much pride. But yeah, and it just breeds a culture of you know, it's telling your players, oh. I don't care about all the sacrifices you've made this season in probably yeah. the hardest season ever in the NFL Yeah, for them to just be like, oh, we're just going to lose this game. Yeah, and it's a make-or-break season for the Eagles exactly. and Doug Peterson and myself. And, like, the NFL fought so hard for every single game to go ahead this season. Yeah. And for the, for the tightest division in football for a long, long time, with three teams going into it in, in the final week. Yeah, with the possibility of winning it. Yeah, and they just threw it away. I am, yeah, such a disappointment. Such a, it is, because this season's been exciting. It's been, we're so grateful to have had it, mm. and it's probably one of the best seasons in the last decade. Mm. I haven't watched it that long, but I can, just by the games every other week, it's just been an amazing season. So it is sad to see that, but I guess it's, what can you do? They're going to get a high draft pick, yeah. but they, they need more than a good uh, draft pick. They need something um, changing dramatically. Well, dramatically, because it was only a few years ago that they won the Super Bowl with the same team. Yeah, exactly. Except Nick Foles, you know? Yeah, and Doug Peterson was literally like, oh, you know, the plan was always to 
to bring Nate on and get him some time because he deserves some time. It's like, uh, yeah. Sorry, but no. <laughs> no, if you're, you know, if you're three points behind from winning a game, like th- take the Jets, for example. The Jets had lost every single game mm. this season and they were still fighting and they got two wins. You yeah. know, like that is a culture that should be, you know, replicated throughout the NFL. Like you just don't give up. Like think how well Sam Darnold's been playing. Think how well Mitch Trubisky's been mm. playing, you know? Yeah, Mitch Whiskey's got them into the playoffs. I know that uh, the Eagles were never in playoff contention in the last mm-hmm. few weeks, but it doesn't really matter. You, you just want that. Um, it just shows a bit of confidence in your team that you can mm-hmm. win a game if you want to win a game, but if you don't want to win a game and you're just putting your players out there just to lose a game, it's not really. It's yeah. not a very good culture to breed at all. Not acceptable. So not acceptable. I wouldn't be surprised if there's a bit of a change up there. I'm not saying mm-hmm. Doug Peterson might. Um, leave but there's obviously something not going right there mm-hmm. hasn't been right for the past couple of seasons and I really I do really doubt a draft pick a high draft pick is going to do that for them sixth isn't that even that high really they need if they're going to get a good position I know six is quite high but mm. it's not like they really need a young quarterback because they've got hurts yeah it's kind of like the difference between ninth and sixth isn't that massive really is it no. I don't know who knows um Anyway, we're we're gonna mix things up on uh, on episode. That's you know kind of a rant over, mm. but we're gonna mix things up on episode eighteen because usually, Kay, don't we? We just you know reel off some scores, chat about the yeah. games. But the regular season is over. The regular season is. is done, and we've As got to look Sunday. forward to the playoffs. So but before, I don't know about you, but I'm well excited for the playoffs. I'm mate. I'm so excited. We've been waiting for this all season, obviously. <laughs> yeah. But um, before we get into it, should we just talk touchdowns? Just talk yeah, our favourite touchdowns of the week. You're listening to Let's Talk Touchdowns, a podcast by K. Ryan Hines and Morgan Edwards. All right then, well, uh, do you want to go first or shall I go first? I'll go first this time. I'll yeah, go first, for it, mate. Right. Go for, of course. Um, I've, I've got two, um, or I've got three, sorry. <laughs> I think um, Jerry Judy's for the Broncos mm. was a really nice touchdown. I can't fully remember it now, but I think he got a lot of separation and... Um, I think it was. I, I can't even remember who's uh, quarterback in the Broncos. Uh, is it Drew Luck still, or is it, I can't remember actually. Yeah, I <laughs> it think feels it like might be. So, so much has happened in the NFL. Yeah, with Sixteen yeah. games this weekend. It's really hard to keep yeah. up with everything that's going on. It was just a really nice um, play. I can't fully remember it because it was a while ago since I watched it. And um, the other two I've got is Jonathan Taylor's um, touchdown. I think he got like he got a lot of separation, and I didn't know he was a rookie. You know. Um, yeah, man. Jonathan Taylor's a rookie. Yeah. He had a really big game, and that's one of the reasons I. Um, picked it because it was a really nice touchdown and for a rookie he had a really big game i think mm. the one to take it for me was um mckenzie for i think it was the colts mm. um his 84 yard touchdown reception yeah. uh, just pure speed you know i love my pure speed <laughs> so that was just a nice one another rookie i think as well so that was nice uh, yeah yours um i've got a couple i've got two but um i'm surprised we have been so many touchdowns this week that uh, i have no surprise i guess that we haven't picked the same one so my backup was, in case you nicked my number one, uh, but my backup is Antonio Brown's catch um, from yeah. Tom Brady. Kind of because Tom Brady kind of like escaped from the pocket and, and kind of runs out of the pocket. And I was like, that's weird to see what's going to happen. Then he slings it like a dime straight to yeah. Antonio Brown. And it's, it's it's three straight games um, with a touchdown for both Antonio Brown and Chris Gordon at the minute. And they are looking dangerous, Kay. They're looking yeah, dangerous. They are, they are. But my favourite touchdown of the week is uh, J.K. Dobbins' 70-ish yard run. I think it's like 72 yards run. Mm. And he, what's also good is like sometimes when runs happen, 
like a big run happens it's usually because there's like a massive gap and they you know they it's like a yeah. sweeping right to the side but this was he ran pretty much straight through the line of scrimmage at quite a slow speed duked some players and then found a gap and then just sped off with a couple of handoffs yeah. and just paced it down the sideline and it's jk dobbins is insane such a good rookie season uh, players like him and jonathan taylor Really coming into their own uh, towards yeah. the end of the season now. You can tell that they're, they're definitely ones to watch and they're going to do big things, especially in the teams they're in. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 100%. Okay, they were our touchdowns for the week, so before, be sure to go and check those out. But now we're going to go into our predictions for the week because the reason we picked these three games is they all have playoff implications. So the way we're going to do for it is going to have... teams as well. Yeah, exactly. So we're going to have... Our predictions for the week for week 17, then we're going to go into our playoff picture and then talk about all the games that we're going to predict after. It's kind of a weird way of doing it, but I'm excited, Kay. Should we get into it? Mm, let's get into it. Now, that's a wild card. That oh. is a wild card. You're going to have heart. to justify that one. I'm going to have to justify that. You're right. It's going to be the package. It's going to be the package. It has to be. There's, it has there's to no be. doubt about it. The Cowboys are going to win every other game after this one, but they're going to lose this one. No, oh, I'm, I'm not sure about I'm that one. No. <laughs> Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week. Okay, so this is our predictions for the week. So the results from week 17 then, and it was uh, my turn to pick the three games, wasn't it? And there are so many to choose from because so many of the positions in the playoffs were coming down to the wire, weren't they? Yeah, a lot of high-scoring games as well. But the first game, like you say, Kay, high-scoring game, Bills-Dolphins, 56 points to 26. Absolutely insane. The Bills are absolutely ridiculous. They're going from strength to strength. Um, Dolphins didn't play badly at all. They're one of, I think they are the only team in the league that's forced to turnover in every game. So mm. in all 16 games, they're forced to turnover. And... Um, but the bills, they're just—it's just not fair on every single <laughs> facet of their team. It, they're just dominating teams, and Dolphins aren't a bad team, as I said. But the Bills—they're rivaling Kansas City, you know. They are mm. they're chasing them. Yeah, I agree. I think—I mean, I don't think the Dolphins played like fantastically. I no. think Tua got found out a little bit in the sense mm. of you know he's a rookie. But I mean, any team would struggle against this Bills team. Fifty-six points. This is the most time that they've. Sorry, the most points that they've scored since 1966 it's it's incredible i'm surprised they haven't scored this many in the season before or this season yet but just imagine what they're like next season it doesn't matter how far they get in the playoffs this this, this bills team is definitely one to look out for and they will make you scared the teams will have to take them seriously i think they're half the reason um they're they've kind of just dominated the team the this league is half because they're just absolutely insane, mm-hmm. but all the half is because um, teams aren't ready for it. They aren't ready for like the actual talent that is Josh Allen. He he's leading that team and it, he's doing absolute bits. I can't wait to see it. But yeah, the Dolphins too was getting a bit found out. Maybe um, he's only had really half a season worth of mm. games though. So it's um, he's had less than ten games, I think. Surely, yeah. Um... Uh, I think he came in about game four, didn't he? Mm. But I think obviously we got benched uh, for Fitzpatrick last week, yeah. didn't he? So it's kind of been a mixed Fitzpatrick to a game, uh, to a season. I think it's been working though. So yeah, yeah. And um, I'd like to see Tira in a full season getting a start for full season, just dealing with that pressure as a mm. starter. But, yeah. And they're bound to be, you know, going ten and six in your first season as a it's rookie. Not you know? bad. Like Lamar Jackson didn't do that. 
you know, in his um, first season. So yeah, and a lot of the um, the quarterbacks now that are in the playoff picture, they haven't done that in their first season. So yeah, exactly, man. And they brought some backup backups on as well towards the yeah. end of the game. And what's even more mad is the Bills scored more points in the second quarter than the Dolphins did the whole game. <laughs> it's it's crazy. Um, and then they benched Allen just because you're winning by twenty points at that at at that point. Mm. And I can't remember who they um, brought on, but he got another like twenty odd points for them. So yeah, Matt Barkley was the quarterback that they brought on. Yeah, he um, got he. It's not like he just saw the game out, and didn't really score any points. He mm. got some points on the board for them. So yeah, no doubt. It just shows you that they got backup talent in reserve. So you know, they definitely do. So we both got that one right, didn't we? We both got mm. the Bills in that one, um, and we both got the Packers beating the Bears as well. I mean, that was a that was a chewing, I guess you could say. But I mean, the yeah. Bears are playing in inspired form at the minute. I'd say. They are, they are, and at one point they're only five points down. I think mm-hmm. it was it was quite a close game up until the third, um, second, third quarter. But the Packers again, thirteen and three, like the Bills. It's they're going from strength to uh, strength. Aaron Rodgers is really in his own. Mm-hmm. Devontae Adams is just doing bits, and I think it's it's the team's resting on them too at the moment. I know in the early half of the season, um, their dual running backs were a big threat, but it's more come down to just Rogers throwing the ball like amazingly and then Devontae Adams catching it. Mm-hmm. Um, and Lazard and um, Valis Scantley. Valis Scantley had a, a nice touchdown as well. Yeah, that's so, huge, isn't it? That was also mm-hmm. a, a potential um, touchdown for the week, wasn't it? Um, I, yeah. The Bears are, as and we'll get to this in a, in a minute, um, yeah. I'm a little bit nervous about the Bears as a Saints fan. Uh, we're playing them in in the in the wild card round. But I mean, Mitch Trubisky. I mean, 33 court, so 42 attempts, 33 um, catches from from his wide receivers. Yeah. David Montgomery, David Montgomery, 22 rushing um, at, attempts, rushing two, 22 carries, I should say rather, yeah. with a touchdown. I mean, and Alan Robinson is just phenomenal as well. So it those is, those is. three are, are leading it at the minute. And Cordero Patterson is a, is a best is one of the best um, punt returns mm. in the league. So that's a big threat on special teams. Did you see what he did when he put yeah, his foot out in touch? Yeah. Do you want to explain it to the listeners? Yeah, sure. So when the the he so he's a punt and kickoff returner, isn't he? And um, yeah, one of the best, the best in, the in the league. Yeah, the best said. in the league. <laughs> Bill Belichick said that. And uh, basically, so the Packers had, had kicked it off, and he when he went to pick it up, he purposely put, put one foot out in touch um because right in the corner of the pitch wasn't it yeah it was that, so, it was an amazing kick it would have gone out it wouldn't have yeah. gone into the end zone it would have gone out and it would have forced the 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 bears to start pretty much all the way back from the end zone wouldn't it yeah, but by one, doing that one yard point yeah but by, by putting his foot out in touch it pushes them forward to the 25 yard line so it's yeah. an amazing piece of awareness by him it was it, it's um that's a moment of like pure like 200 iq play just knowing the game <laughs> knowing the rules yeah because it, it's quite a high iq play as well it, it, it is because um as you said instead of starting from their one yard line putting his foot out of bounds and then um catching the ball it has to be his foot out of bounds and then um touching the ball it it um counts as going out of bounds mm-hmm. so they start from the 25 yard line instead of starting from the one yard line which is a massive difference mm-hmm. and um, yeah but that it was an amazing kick to start with because um 
Well, it was going to go out the one yard line, which mm-hmm. is it's just unreal. Like without the special teams, without your own team, the kicking team getting to it, to make it down at the one yard line is, is amazing. It just takes a lot of skill, and um, it's we don't we don't appreciate punters enough on this show. <laughs> punters do an amazing job; they really do. Definitely. So we both got those two predictions right, didn't we? But I mean, mm-hmm. Kay, I got well, I got three for three this week. Again, my yeah. form is I back. Mean, I mean, is it? What was it last <laughs> week and the week before? It was one for four last week. It was two yeah. for three the week before and three for three the week before I that. I didn't so... ask for the week before that. <laughs> last week and the week before. Uh, anyway, so it the was... Browns beat the Steelers 24-22. Take it away, Kay. Uh, Steelers... They didn't. They didn't play their strongest team. Um, mm-hmm. We'll see that get a lot through the, um, these games. But they didn't play their strongest team. Um, but the Browns. The Browns did well. You know, the Browns. They're shown that they can beat um, these big teams. I know it wasn't Steelers at full strength, but same mm-hmm. time, Browns didn't play badly. Um, I think Jarvis Landry got a couple of touchdowns. Mm-hmm. He was playing pretty well, and Baker Mayfield's obviously, obviously playing well. Nick Chubb's back in um, top form, so they're going into the uh, postseason with a very, very strong um, offense team, offensive team. Mm-hmm. And in order to win, it, well, the only way they really win is by outscoring the other teams, and they were able to kind of do it against this strong Steelers defense, but they need to put up a lot more points just to um, win against the Steelers offense or Steelers defense, and well, just the Steelers team with full strength. So mm-hmm. we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Uh, I I thought the Browns should have done a better job considering the Steelers were kind of playing. You know, a bit of a backup team like yeah. Big Ben wasn't playing. Mason Rudolph was playing, so but Mason Rudolph still played well. Like he threw yeah, a couple of touchdowns. So it's a lot of tension matchup. between these two teams as well. Yeah, you know, exactly. especially coming off the back of last season. Mm-hmm. So both teams want to win it, and um, it's it just helps them in um, kind of their playoff position and um, which team they face. And obviously, they will face each other again mm-hmm. um, next week. Spoiler alert! But <laughs> as you said, the, the Browns should have they should have um, won. A lot more convincingly so mm-hmm. um yeah we'll see yeah we will see indeed so that means kate you are two for three in this week's and i'm three for three in this week's meaning a total for the end of the regular season but don't fear not we're going to carry on predictions for the week for the rest of the season but at the end of the regular season k you are 33 for 53 and i am 24 for 53 Ooh. so quite some margin there for you i don't think Considering it's quite obvious who's going to win quite a lot of these, well, not quite a lot, but some of these wildcard games mm. are probably going to go similar um, predictions for the rest of this uh, rest of this uh, playoffs and rest of the season. So I, you're you're probably going to win that one. Just but get, get me my two pints ready. <laughs> we'll get to that later. We'll get to that later. Um, but now we're going to move on to the playoff picture. <laughs> the AFC versus the NFC. Who will make it to the Super Bowl? You're listening to The Playoff Picture with Kay and Morgan on Let's Talk Touchdowns. Okay, so it's the time of the week, a different time of the week, uh, I should say, than we usually do. It is The Playoff Picture. Now, the way we're going to work this, Kay, is we're going to talk through each one of these kind of like seedings and, and how this has happened you know how the week 17 matchups you know panned out rather than just going through the, the scores like we usually do and then adding on the, the the playoff picture towards the end because this is the main thing now isn't it the playoff picture how this playoff uh, will unfold so instead of reeling through it one by one should we just go through each team one by one yeah let's do it 
Okay, so seed number one for the AFC, the Chiefs. So they finished the season 14-2. and two. They're on bye for this coming weekend. So they were, going, they were 14-1 and one going into this week, weren't they? But obviously, mm. they, like you said, a couple of teams benched a bunch of players and, and these were no exception with them um, yeah. benching you know, Pat Mahomes and uh, losing to the Chargers as a result. And um, Justin Herbert, did I get it right this time? Yes, you did get it right Justin this time. Justin Herbert, <laughs> he's um, got the NFL rookie record for most touchdowns in the season, 31. Impressive, very it's, impressive. It is mad. Um, the Chiefs, they obviously didn't play their strongest team, but um, still didn't do badly with their backup team. Mm. Exactly. And would you do you feel a little bit hard done by if your Chargers coach Anthony Lynn? Because Anthony Lynn has been fired now, hasn't he? Finishing has he? Yeah, he's been fired, finishing the season seven and nine. I mean, seven and nine, right, with a rookie QB who's played you know, a very good season. They're only gonna get better next season. I think that's kind of harsh, considering you're in a division as well with the Chiefs who you play twice and the Raiders yeah. who you play twice. It is extremely um just hard and yeah it is because seven and nine is not a bad side at all you see the panthers what are they on um four five and eleven five and eleven you got the bengals four and eleven you got the patriots seven and nine they, you don't see them um sacking bill bill belichick anytime soon you got the 49 six and ten it, the charges to end up on seven and nine with a rookie quarterback losing um, Philip Rivers is probably a big hit, but and especially seeing how well Philip Rivers has done in Colts, I think that it has a factor in it. Mm-hmm. But I don't, yeah, it's it's really harsh to sack him at seven and nine. At least give him another season. At least give him that time to develop the whole team because you can't you can't put in a new uh, quarterback and expect the team to do as well as you did last season mm-hmm. with a different quarterback. So it. it it's quite a peak for him, but yeah. it, it's how the it's how the NFL rolls, you know. Yeah, it's one of the decisions that they obviously made a long time ago because they're not going to fire you after beating the Chiefs thirty-eight points to twenty-one. No. You know, so it's obviously that they wanted to part ways with him, and I guess it's understandable if that's what they had uh, planned. I guess, but I mean, yeah. still pretty hard done by finishing the season seven and nine, and they're only going to get better next season with Justin Herbert playing even better. Yeah, he's going to be turn out to be something really good if he can do thirty one touchdowns in a uh, in a season. Then just just watch him, just watch him. Mm-hmm. So the Chiefs have won the AFC West. That was obviously confirmed a long yeah. time ago, but they are guaranteed seed number one and a bye going into this week. Mm-hmm. Seed two in the AFC. Then the Bills thirteen and three. We've obviously just spoken about their matchup with the Dolphins. Very impressive. Uh, game for them very impressive season for them and they could give the the chiefs a run for their money they definitely are going to seed three then is the steelers so it's always going to be unsure whether the steelers would be third or fourth or even potentially even lower with if the brands had won the last couple of games of the season but um obviously they lost to the jets uh, two weeks ago didn't they so that was a kind of ruled out so it means the steelers after you know a bit of a rocky mid-season losing four games uh of the five yeah. Um, towards the end of the season but you know they've still finished pretty strongly 12 and 4 um, to make it the uh, home field advantage and get the third seed uh, seed 4 guaranteed then is the Titans so this is one game we haven't talked about yet is the Titans Texans what a game 41-38 um, Deshaun Watson is not going out in this season quietly I'll no. tell you now he's, he's putting up some numbers I'm not sure what's changing there in the uh, t- the Texans team, but obviously something's had it. Mm. Uh, both his mentality and the way his players around him have been reacting. They've obviously had some. Um, they've been told something, or they've just 
found their fire again because they're not letting they they might have lost a few of the um these last few games but they haven't lost them by much and it's not like the Sean Watson's been playing poorly or this team around him's been playing poorly mm. they've been playing a lot better compared to how they have been in um the start of the season but the Titans are just it's not fair man <laughs> yeah I mean Deshaun Watson another phenomenal game I think Brandon mm-hmm. Cooks and um David Johnson played pretty well as well. But, I mean, when you got another fantastic performance from Tannehill and Brown, I think this Tannehill-Brown connection is almost as good as the uh, as the Josh Allen-Diggs connection at the moment. It's, it's really close. Um, I have it in my notes I wanted to talk about this game because the ending of the game was absolutely mm. mad. Um, I think they must have been... Uh, the Tennessee must have been down by a field goal, um, close to a field goal at the end of the game. It was 38-38, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. A.J. Brown... Um, caught an amazing catch to get them in field goal position mm-hmm. then the uh, field goal got kicked I think it was a good 50 yard 40 yard mm-hmm. field goal uh, got kicked and um, went in off the top up, uh, off one of the uprights it's just like that's an amazing ending to yeah. the game it, the atmosphere there the players atmosphere and whoever was allowed in the stadium must have been absolutely insane because that was that would have brought you back to like um, last season and just that tension at the end of the game AJ Brown is absolutely phenomenal he is absolutely phenomenal yeah. he's had a quite um, kind of end to the season I think but as you said him and um, Ryan Tannehill their connection is rivaling um, Alan and Diggs it's not as special but it's not it's not anything it's to not be ashamed of yeah, yeah exactly and that obviously like you say that that ending that three points going over was absolutely crucial because they they are now 11 and 5 and guaranteed fourth seed yeah but had they lost that the Colts would have gone fourth seed you know so it's because yeah. they beat the Jags this week 28-14 so but obviously we'll get to that but um, yeah it's kind of an amazing way to finish the regular season it is and um, that had massive playoff on the because then it would shift a lot of the teams around mm. so you really wanted that win but the Texans there I think we'll have to see what they're like next season to see what needs to change because obviously something has happened in this like a few these last few weeks um something's gone just, right yeah again. I just think they need a few more starred guys on I think they still need to replace Dungeon Hopkins essentially don't they yeah they do um, um, Brandon yeah. Cooks is filling that role a bit but you're not gonna it's not the same is it's it? it's not the same it's nowhere near um, the same so they're gonna have to look out for a, a rookie um, wide receiver or they're gonna have to do some smart trades um, yeah no doubt so seed five then so this team will be traveling to Tennessee to play the Tennessee Titans and it is the Ravens. What a fantastic finish to the season for the Ravens. Five straight games. They were six and five, making them now eleven and five. I'm pretty scared if I'm any other team of the Ravens right now. Yeah, I am. Um, the Ravens have been playing amazingly. Won thirty-eight to three against the Bengals. Destroyed them. Absolutely destroyed, destroyed them. them. I know the Bengals aren't strong as the teams, but that's the that's the kind of scoreline you're looking for if you're going into the end uh, the playoffs. That's the you don't want to make it easy for these teams. You want to play your full strength. You want to make sure that you can go into there with a full game ahead of you, and that's what the Ravens did. I'm pretty sure I heard this stat. If I correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure I heard this stat when we were watching. Um, uh, red zone was in the third quarter the Ravens were 350 rushing yards in that game which is a franchise record in the third quarter they rushed for 350 yards like by the yeah. end of the third quarter they'd rushed for 350 yards insane that is insane and I think that mainly came from J.K. Dobbins I don't think Mark Ingram was playing that well obviously you got Lamar Jackson yeah, you know, adding well, yeah. to that tally as well you know yeah so it, it would have been a um, tandem between 
uh, J.K. Dobbins and Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson's been playing out of his mind. He, mm. I don't know where he was for the first half of the season, but he turned up uh, when his team needed him, and he's going to bring him into very good um, playoff uh, contention. Um, <laughs> I've just got the stats up now. Okay, listen to this, right? <laughs> so I'm going to name the players and the amount of yards they got. J.K. Dobbins, 160. Lamar Jackson, right. 97. Gus Edwards, 60. Mark Ingram, 39. Devin Duvernay, 22. Justice Hill, 21. Uh, Tyler Huntley, five. <laughs> That's just not fair. It's not. When you got that many um, players that can run the ball and that far, one of them being your quarterback, he's, he's one of your top rushers. Yeah. It, it, you can't you can't defend against it, especially when, as I said, one of them is your quarterback. You don't know if he's going to run the ball or throw the ball. He's so dainty, you can, you can zip <laughs> in and out. It's just extremely hard. And then you've got um, hard runners like... Um, J.K. Dobbins and Mark Ingram. Gus and Gus Edwards, Edwards yeah, yeah. yeah. you got those hard runners. You can't defend it. You can't defend them both in quick succession. And that's what um, that's what they were missing in the first half of the season because Lamar Jackson wasn't rushing and mm-hmm. throwing the ball. But now he's rushing throwing the ball and the others are rushing the ball just as well as him or better. Then it's very hard. But uh, so, the Bengals, it, I feel sorry for them because uh, they <laughs> lost Joe Burrow quite a bit. Oh, was yeah. it mid-season they lost? Yeah, it was about mid-season, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah so um, well, well, he'll be back. To see them. Yeah, 4-11, it's respectable, you know, mm-hmm. not bad. I think most of those wins came from Joe Burrow, was it? Uh, yeah, I'm pretty and sure. And the draw. Yeah, I think they got a win with um, Finley, didn't they? They beat the uh, Steelers, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it was a did. weird one, but um, yeah, so now that means the Browns then are sixth seed, travelling to the Steelers' seventh, sorry, mm. travelling to the Steelers at third seed since the Ravens have locked that fifth seed position. Basically, Another rematch of what we just saw in week 17. It is. I think it's going to be a lot more one-sided, though. So mm. we'll, we'll save it. We'll, we'll save it for predictions. Uh, They're just so excited. <laughs> <laughs> Which means in the seventh seed, unfortunately for the Miami Dolphins, the Colts have pushed them out. Mm. Fair enough. I feel like of those four teams, the Ravens, Browns, Colts, Dolphins, I think the Dolphins are slightly weaker because I don't think Tua can lead them to victories as more convincingly as, no, as, as the Colts, Browns and Ravens can. But that means the Colts are travelling to the Bills. What a matchup that will be. And again, we'll save that for predictions of the week. But I mean, uh, yeah, the Colts, they beat the Jags this week, didn't they? Yeah, I mean, Jonathan Taylor, he's been playing amazing. He mm. had a really good game for me. Um, he just played a ma- like a big... He had, I just have him in the notes, Jonathan Taylor, touchdown, big game. because <laughs> he, he had a really yeah. good game for me. Um, an yeah. amazing rookie. I didn't even know he's a rookie, to be honest. Yeah, I um, signed him in our fantasy league this league. Mm. And he's really he had a really slow opening each yeah and it's kind of really frustrating and now like scoring loads of touchdowns towards the end of the season when i was like it's too late i've got such a yeah, bad record anyway late. it's not making any difference yeah um uh, yeah he's one to watch the colts it'll be it'll be interesting to see if they can kind of replicate what they did this season because mm. last season well just before philip rivers came they were an average team going eight and eight you know around there not 11 and five mm. so um yeah. I, 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 do, you, do you reckon they can replicate it i'm not sure jonathan taylor will be better i think philip rivers will be worse yeah that's that's, that's the balance it. you know <laughs> yeah and <laughs> um ty uh, hilton's he's been had an okay season zach pascal's had a better la- last mm-hmm. half of the season yeah, their defense is okay um 
what's his name? Leonard. He's a really Darius good, Leonard. Good, yeah, 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 Darius Leonard. He's a um, really good linebacker. Good D line as well. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, so um, we'll, we'll we will have to see. I we'll I, I see. don't know if they'll be able to do it because as you said, um, Jonathan Taylor and the receivers are only going to get better. They they won't get worse, but Philip Rivers will get worse because he he is old. He is old. Yeah, and I think the Texans will be more competitive, and I think yeah. the Jags will have. Trevor Lawrence, so they'll be even more competitive as well. Uh, I guess not hard finishing the season one and fifteen, <laughs> yeah, but um, you'd hope they'd be more competitive. Yeah. So that sums up for the AFC playoff picture. So seed one, the Chiefs. Seed two, the Bills. Seed three, the Steelers. Seed four, the Titans. Five, Ravens. Six, Browns. Seven, Colts. With that Titans, leads... Ravens, Browns, all on eleven and five, which yeah. is just insane to me. And the Colts eleven five. Yeah. Did yeah. You meant yeah, I was sure if you mentioned the Colts. Yeah, exactly. Which leads us then to the NFC playoff picture. So with that victory um, by the Packers over the Bears, that means they've guaranteed that uh, seed one and all important buy and home field advantage and all that jazz that goes along with seed one. Um, seed two, then the Saints got victory this week. Um, 12 and four finishing this season, having just beaten the Panthers. I mean, nothing too exciting about this game. It's 33.7. I don't think anyone was really surprised with that result. 33 points to seven, which means the seeds, uh, the Saints are seed two. The seed three then are the Seahawks, 12 and four, having beaten the 49ers this week, wasn't it? 26, yeah. 23. What do you make of that one? A close game. Um, I think DK Metcalf was a bit quieter, um, mm. but Ty Lockett was a lot. Um, he was what got that victory, I think. Um, Chris Carson's been quite good as well this season. Mm-hmm. But um, Russell Wilson's obviously found his game back. He's been able to lead these, um, the team to the win with against the 49s with a, a decent um, defence, obviously. Mm-hmm. So, um, I think they really need to improve their defense, their Seahawks, because allowing twenty-three points—it's a bit too much. Because they're not uh, these past few weeks they haven't been scoring enough tw- points to outscore mm. them. It's getting and better, I guess, isn't it? Their, their it past, is. the past defense. The last few games has been improving, but I think the Forty Nineers mm. are always proving to be quite a tricky team to play. Yeah, that is it's true. Never, never they, an easy they game. definitely um, undo the. Uh, the Seahawks defense mm. so it'll be interesting to see how far Seahawks get I, I really want them to get far I like Seahawks I love I love everyone on our mm. team the kind of culture there and uh, Pete Carroll he's, he's doing an amazing bit so we'll have to see how they do you know talking about that culture my dad obviously is a Seahawks fan so he follows mm. all he doesn't really follow the rest of the NFL other than the Seahawks games but he yeah. like watches all the press conferences and, and all that and he's telling me that essentially the, the Seahawks could ice the game they had like a whole set of downs left and they could run out the clock. Mm. But they saying, my dad was saying there's like a rookie wide receiver or something who, if he got one more reception for the season, he was going to get a hundred thousand dollar bonus. Yeah. So instead of icing the game, Russell Wilson decided to throw a little dink pass over the top to get the first down or whatever it was yeah. to this dude, just so he'd get his hundred thousand dollar bonus. And Pete Carroll didn't have a clue what he's going on. He's like, <laughs> why are they not icing it? Why are they not taking me? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. You can't just... say a lot of the other, um, well, a, a fair few other of the um, teams in the league would do that, but that's just the culture and that he's bred in yeah. uh, Seattle. That's what resourceful is, and that, that's really nice to see because you obviously want a good morale um, mm. in your team all season, but then a good morale like that going into the postseason, a rookie going into the postseason with a new bonus, you're obviously going to play for your spot, and they've been playing for their spots for the last like 16 weeks. Yeah, exactly. So um, I just like what they're doing. They have some really good wide receivers and. Mm-hmm. They also know how to pick them, so we'll have to see how the rookies turn out this year. Well, in the postseason and next year, because it, will it be DK Metcalf's first postseason? 
Uh, in the postseason last season, yeah, they just about scraped in, I think, last yeah. season. But I think they lost the, the wild card game, didn't they? The yeah. Seahawks. So um, um, we'll have to see. It. I think that they can go quite far. The Forty Nine ers. So we'll just have to wait for next season to see what they like. Yeah, I I think it kind of potentially could be a kind of Eagles scenario, getting to the Super Bowl and then not being as good after. But I think that is kind of harsh also on the Forty Nine ers because of how many injuries they've had this season. But um, yeah. yes, that means the Seahawks are in seed three after finishing twelve and four. And obviously we've talked about this game, Washington uh, Eagles, uh, Washington won that game and with them winning that secures the NFC East title for them. They're finishing the, the, the season 7-9, the only less than 50% win percentage uh, team in the playoffs. It's absolutely mad. And they will be playing at home, obviously having won that division against the Buccaneers who are the fifth seed. Mm. Absolutely dangerous like we said earlier, Kay. Yeah, it is. Um, I don't know... The, the books will just outscore, I think, a lot of those teams in the NFC. They, mm. um, their defence isn't anything to be scared of, but um, it's just their offence, you know. They've got a lot of um, people. Mike Evans has been a bit quiet. He was he he got went injured, off injured, he? Yeah, yeah. So um be interesting to see if he'll, he'll be back in, um, if he'll be back. But again, they didn't really need him, to be honest. No, I mean, sorry, excuse me. No, I mean, when you've got... You know, Chris Godwin, Antonio Bannon, Gronk. You don't really need Mike Evans, do you? So, no, and um, then you got Ronald Jones, Leonard Fournette. Yeah. Ronald Jones is playing amazing. He's, yeah, he's having yeah. a career year. So, I yeah. mean, they're not going to miss him, but obviously if they had Mike Evans full fit, which I don't think he has been for the whole season, he's been, mm. had some niggling injuries that have been returning different ones. But if it was any other team and Mike Evans was out, I think they would be in a lot of trouble, but the way Antonio Brown's been playing, the way Gronk's been playing, getting better for the season, and Chris Godwin, as you said, um, I think they'll be all right, you know. Yeah, I have no doubt. So they beat the Falcons this week, 44 points, 27, the Falcons finishing the season 4-12, and 12. and now the sixth seed, the Rams, 10-6, and um, after beating the Cardinals this week in a weird game, because Jared Goff injured his thumbs and has had surgery on his thumb which may meant that the um a guy came in called wolford who the dude had a linkedin page before this game he still had a linkedin page and he's saying but hopefully if if this game goes well he he can delete it um so they got the victory 18 points to seven against a cardinals team who also had their quarterback injured kyler murray went off halfway through the game um and a guy called Stravella, Stravella, I don't know, came on to replace him. Not Who'd... Josh Rosen, have they, have they left him? Oh yeah, Josh, Josh Rosen went to the Dolphins, didn't he, didn't he yeah. I think, and then he, he was, yeah, I don't know. But this dude but... came in and uh, he played two seasons for the Winnipeg Blue Bombers from the Canadian mm. Football League. Mad. Um, <laughs> he was running the ball a lot as well. This, I think that's partly why the Cardinals struggled, because they're not used to a quarterback that runs the ball, because Jared Goff, he can get a first down, but he can't get much more than a first down, he's not that fast. Mm. But um, this new guy, he, I was impressed with how much he was running, and he was actually doing bits with it, so it will be do you know if Jared Goff will be back? That's the, that's the debate, no one's really sure, um, so we'll get to that in a Breeze had a similar injury, was it last season? Yes, he did actually, he broke his thumb, didn't he? Yeah. I think it was, yeah. yeah. Do you know what um, Goff did? Was it a break? Or... I'm not sure, but he's had surgery on it, is is what I know. So it's, I think, not too bad. So he could be back this week, but it's not it's not sure it's yet. Surgery and a, t- a week turnaround. It's a tough ask. It is a tough it ask. It is a tough ask. It'll be, it'll be unfortunate if they um, 
if he's not back just because mm. that's just his peak but yeah and with that loss he can do yeah exactly um and with that loss then for the Cardinals, it means that the bears have secured that seventh seed finishing the, the season eight and eight obviously they lost to the packers um, and we've already spoken about that one which kind of wraps up the playoff picture for the nfc then so packers are number one seed two are the saints three seahawks four washington five Ooh. bucks <laughs> Sixth Rams, seventh the Bears. Obviously, the Washington pushing the Giants out of contention after beating the Eagles. Hence the boo by KLA. But um, before we get into our predictions for the week for the wildcard round, I'll just reel off some scores of the games that we haven't spoken about. Then, K, mm-hmm. just got to show some love to all the teams that didn't have playoff implications. Then, really, so the Lions Vikings. That was a high-scoring affair, thirty-five points to thirty-seven in favour of the Vikings. Not too much to ride home about there. I think this talks potentially of a um overhaul with detroit there's talks yeah, about um matt stafford not being stafford. there yeah exactly another big story is justin jefferson passed the rookie reception yards in the super bowl era um mm, that's mad he, he, he has season. good he's had a good season he's had yeah. an amazing season yeah, so where where would you like matt stafford to go in morgan i don't know i think he deserved to be somewhere i think he he's a starter um i, I would maybe like Broncos. The giants. The giants oh the giants is a good one actually I, 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 I don't well, think Daniel Jones is is the one. I'd like him at the Giants, to be honest. Yeah, I mean, Daniel Jones did see the Cowboys... Sorry, see the Giants uh, to a victory against the Cowboys 23-19 this week, obviously spoken. Not sold on him, though. <laughs> no, I mean... <laughs> I don't think it's. I don't think he's been the reason for winning these games. I think the the, the defense has been the reason for the Giants yeah. winning these games. Quite fitting as well, isn't it? An interception saw the, the Giants to see out of the game. Quite fitting. Yeah. yeah. Is the reason they won all the games that they'd won this season, and it's the reason that they beat the Cowboys this week. I, I saw the Cowboys as well, just to go back into their game as one of the worst offenses in the league. Um, I think that must be because Andy Dolan's back in. But Zeke had a good Zeke had a good game. He mm. did, but. There's something wrong with um, the Cowboys. They're really missing Dak Prescott, and yeah. hopefully he'll be back in the same form um, next season. But yeah, I'd, I wouldn't want to see Matt Stafford just disappear. What the Patriots are obviously going to um, get rid of Cam Newton. That's not a bad shout. Obviously, the Patriots beat the Jets this week, twenty-eight fourteen. But I mean, Cam's not had a good season at all. Not at all. Um, so... Patriots seven and nine, not good season. Not in the playoffs, not good season. You know, not in the playoffs for the first time in like twenty years or whatever yeah. it is. So um, I do, I do like Matt Stafford. I think he's okay, but um, I I wouldn't want to see him not in the league again. So and I the Patriots, Patriots are not going to yeah. yeah, they're not going to stick with um, 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 they're not going to stick with Cam Newton. Sorry, and Matt Stafford does re- um, he does remind me a bit of well, he doesn't remind me of, but he's closer to the playstyle of Tom Brady than he mm. is to he's very much a system Newton. QB, isn't he? Yeah, and that's what the Patriots have been looking for, and obviously. That's not what Cam is. Um, mm-hmm. I think you're asking too much of him to change his playstyle. Yeah. So um, one yeah. final game then that we haven't spoken about is the Broncos Raiders. Although we did briefly mention it, didn't we? That Joe Judy mm. touchdown that you talked about, Kay. Um, thirty-two points, thirty-one, very close affair. It was. No playoff implications of this game though, so we're not going to focus too much on it, other than real off the score, which leads us to then, Kay, our predictions for the week. And what's exciting is we usually have three, sometimes four. We're doing six. We're, di- we're going to be six. predicting every single playoff game for the rest of yes, this playoff. Morgan and Kay's predictions for the week. Okay, it's that time then, Kay. So let's let's get into it. Let's get into it. We'll, get, we'll do it game by game. So yeah. the first game up in the playoffs 
is the Colts travelling to the Bills. Has to be the Bills. Yeah, the Bills, you reckon? Yeah, it's an easy one for me. The Bills are such a strong team. They're, they're second best in the league for me. Um, mm. Not close, but not far behind in, in the Chiefs. So it's the Bills, um, no doubt for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Bills are 6-1 and one in the last seven games. They're second in the league in terms of total yards. Diggs is the best wide receiver in terms of receptions and receiving yards. Yeah. And their defense is the second in the league. Like, yeah, it's got to be. It's stacked in their favor. I mean, Jonathan Taylor is coming into his own and their mm. defense is pretty strong over there in the Colts, but I don't think they've got what it takes to beat potentially potentially the best team in the league yeah, right now. Potentially the best team in the league. Uh, yeah, Philip Rivers haven't really got that deep ball threat. And I think to really tr- uh, challenge the Bills' defense, you've got to have those mm. um, long plays and don't think he's capable of that. The Colts are not a bad team at all. 11-5, um, and five obviously, is very good. But to beat the Bills, you need to be a bit more special than that, I think. Mm-hmm. So. I agree. I I think we're both going to go Bills in this matchup, uh, C2 against C7. That leads us to the next game, which is on Saturday. That's um. So this is three games on Saturday, three games on Sunday, I should, I should point out as well. So second game on Saturday is the Rams travelling to the Seahawks. So six, seed six versus seed three. Uh, what are we saying, Kay? Gotta go. I've got to back my Seahawks. I've mm. been backing them all season. I think they've been playing a lot better. Um, football. They, were, they the Rams and the Seahawks played each other a couple of weeks ago, th- uh, two three weeks ago as mm. well, and Seahawks just dominated them. I think if um, DK Metcalf's having a game like he turns up to the game, it's a it's a one and done, you know. Um, yeah. Especially if Lockett as well, Chris Carson, and if the defense plays well, then it's a it's an easy call for the Seahawks for me. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the Seahawks are on a four game win streak, and one of those you know victories was against the Rams. And the defence is coming into its own a little bit more with the the passing defence in particular, like a couple of safeties standing out, a couple of rookie safeties. And I mean, obviously with that whole thing surrounding Jared Goff, if Jared Goff is out, then it's a guaranteed Seahawks yeah. victory. If he's in, they've got a chance. It's still tough to come back from surgery on his thumb and expect Within to win. A week. And I mean, Cooper Cup was out in week 17 due yeah. to COVID, so I'm not sure if he'll be back in time. So but Josh Reynolds is playing well. I think they've got, they've got another rookie... Wide receiver, I can't remember his name, but he's been not been playing too badly. Or well, I'm not sure if he was a rookie. There's another wide receiver mm. there, I can't remember his name, but they've he's been alright. Yeah, so it's it's a possible matchup because you know these divisional ones are always weird, aren't they? Whenever divisional yeah. teams play each other in the, in the playoffs, but I can't feasibly see the Seahawks losing this one. Nah. Um, so we're both going Seahawks in that matchup, and the third game for Saturday, probably the easiest one of the yeah. whole prediction, <laughs> is the Buccaneers at Washington. Five traveling to four, but I mean the Buccaneers. No way they lose in this game, surely. Yeah, they'll completely undo the Washington defense. It doesn't matter about the these two teams' um, defenses; it's about their offenses. And um, well, the Bucks just have an offense that absolutely washes Washington away. You know, mm-hmm. um, it'll be. I want to see how high a score they can get. <laughs> <laughs> that, that it's not. A, it's not a matter of who will win. It's a matter of how much will the Bucks win by. Yeah, no doubt. I mean, the Buccaneers have finished strongly. They've obviously got. You know they got Gronk, they got Mike Evans, they got Chris Godwin, they got Antonio Brown. Even if Mike Evans is in is injured for this game, I mean mm. you can't be too worried with Brown, Godwin, and Gronk. And I mean Washington, they scraped past an Eagles team who were trying to tank the game. Yeah, yeah, that's you know? what I mean. Uh, they aren't they aren't a threat in any respect. You know, no. if it was maybe the Bears or the Rams against them, especially the Rams with um, Goff out, then it'd be a different conversation. But it's not. So. Mm-hmm. Exactly. 
no doubt in our minds then that the Bucks are taking home that victory, which leads us to the Sunday games. Now, these are the close ones, right? Yeah, these are, are the potentially close ones. I'm hoping we're going to go different teams for this one because we've got the same three teams for the Saturday's <laughs> games. So game number one, Ravens at the Titans. I'm going to go Ravens and I'm, and then I'm not going to tell you to go Titans. No, I, I, I was not going to be able to call this, so I have to go opposite you. I think it's too close for me. I'm, I'm going to have to go opposite you. I'm going Titans. I think either of these teams can win, and I hope it goes down to the wire, because mm. I think these two teams are very evenly matched. Yeah, I agree. Um, especially in the form uh, Ryan Tannehill is in, and Lamar mm. Jackson has come back to. It, it's going to be an amazing... It, I really hope this is going to be a good game. I hope it, they both teams play like they've never played before. Mm-hmm. It's just... it's such, For me, this is such an evenly matched game. Last season, with the, the form the Ravens were in, I think it would have been easier for me to say the Ravens, but mm-hmm. I'm still not sure about the Ravens yet. I'm still... I know Lamar Jackson has been... Yeah, what are they? Six, uh, six... Five wins out of six? Uh, six weeks. They've won five in a row, yeah. I'm pretty sure yeah. it is. Yeah. So he's back on form, but Ryan Tannehill, we ha- we haven't seen the best of him yet, and he's play- been playing pretty well. Okay, Ravens, Ravens, Ravens. That's what I'm saying. It's going to be close. I agree it's going to be close, but I think the Ravens are going to take it. They're on a five-game win streak. They've been averaging 37.2 points in that ga- in those five games. Mm. Lamar Jackson is the first quarterback to rush for more than 1,000 yards in two, se- two back-to-back seasons. I mean... They they find they've been playing in these last five weeks in the way that Lamar Jackson was playing at his best when he was MVP last season. Yeah, I has. think the Ravens have the potential to beat any team in this league right now in these playoffs. I think the Ravens are going to take this victory again. I think it'll be close, and I think it's going to be a high scoring one. I think yeah. both teams scoring in the thirties. Yeah, I think for this one, it's going to be a good one. So thank God we've actually gone a different team for for once, and I mean. We could potentially go a different team for this one. The Bears travelling to the Saints. Who are you saying, Kay? It has to be the Saints, you know? Yeah. It, uh, I think it, it's an easy victory, surely, surely. I mean, a couple of stats here, Kay. I've been doing lots of digging on all these players, <laughs> yeah, yeah. as you can probably tell. Um, so the Saints have won... So the Saints and Bears have played once this season, and the Saints beat the Bears 26-23 at field goal in overtime quite early on in the season. Um, the only time the Bears have played... The uh, a playoff game in New Orleans was in Super Bowl Twenty against the Patriots, in which they throttled them forty-six points to ten. So the pa- the Bears have done well in New Orleans in the past, but I mean that was what thirty-five yeah. years ago. Yeah. So you know, obviously, doesn't really make that much difference. But I mean, the thing that's going to come down to is Kamara could still be out with COVID because he missed this game because of COVID. Is that why he was out? Yeah, and Montgomery, Montgomery and Robinson are in fantastic form at the minute. So it could, I think, if there's going to be an upset in any of these games, I think it'll come from this game. Oh, it's going to be so sad for Saints fans and but, yeah, and Breeze. I think this is going to be Breeze's last season because everyone was a bit surprised that he came back for this game. So, so he, this season. he is in he is in a top form. So yeah, you could end your career on a high or do a Brady and just kind of. Well, play this... until you can't play anymore. Yeah, I was reading about it. I think he signed a contract with NBC to be a broadcaster next year. Who and Breeze? Yeah, I think so. I think it's one of these. Oh no! <laughs> so I think this will be his last season, and as such, I don't think the Saints are going to go out in the wild card round. I don't think. I think you'll fight tooth and nail to make I'll sure. Be, I'm going to be really sad if he if he loses. Oh, not yeah. loses. If he goes out this season, because you don't have a back. You don't have a good enough uh, quarterback backups, and you're never going to have a good um a good draft position because you you 
got such a good and team. And that's why the Jets are my backup team, Kay. That's why the Jets are... <laughs> <laughs> well, then, Matt Stafford to the state. Saints. If if Breeze goes, Matt Stafford Ooh, to the Saints. I wouldn't be against that, you know. I would not be against that. Um, I but, think even if Matt Stafford, well, if Matt Stafford is pushed out, he's going to be grabbed up very quickly. Yeah, I agree. So that's but, both of us going for Saints in that yeah, moment. Yeah, has to be Saints. Yeah. Uh, this is this is the season for um, Breeze to get his Super Bowl ring. Has mm. to be. If it's not this season, then it's it was never to be. I mean, he's already got one ring, but that was years ago. And I was in the yeah. noughties, wasn't it? But um, this leads us with his final game. Then the, the the rematch, the Browns versus the Steelers. I've got. I know who I'm going. Who are you going to go for? Oh, I don't do that to me. <laughs> um, I think the Steel- the Browns have to play an exceptional game. They have to be fired in all cylinders to do it. The Steelers can do it. The Steelers can do it. I don't know if they will mm. do it. I'm going Steelers, and oh, a couple yeah. of reasons. They only just lost the Browns last week when Big mm-hmm. Ben was rested. I think they found a little bit more form now that they've lost a couple of these games. But the main thing for me is I was reading about it as well. And I think the Browns have had five COVID cases in the last five weeks. Inc- sorry, in the last week, including um, their head coach, Kevin Stefanski. So he won't be available for Sunday. So it's kind of a tough ask for the Browns to beat the Steelers team. But they've done it. And the Browns are six and two in the last eight games. Whereas the Steelers are only, what is it, f- one and four in the last five games. So yeah. it could go either way. But I'm going to go Steelers, I think. Because defense mm. is the thing that wins games in the playoffs. Normally, it, that would be the case, but with the teams that can score such high points mm-hmm. coming into all of, all of these games, I don't think it's the defense that's going to get you the wins this season. I think mm. it's going to be your offense, to be honest. So you going Browns? Um, or <laughs> <laughs> you going Steelers? What are you saying? Uh, we've gone the same for all of them except for the Titans Ravens game, haven't we? Yeah. I want my pints though, so you know. <laughs> go Browns then, man. Go Browns. No, I mean I'm not gonna pressure you into either one. And if you want to go Steelers, I'd be also tempted to go Browns. I think it can go either way. I think it's gonna be close. It it depends and obviously this is this will sound so obvious, but it depends on which team turns up. Like yeah, no, it does. It the does. Browns could be the kind of team that lost to the Jets. Mm. Or they could be the kind of team that you know, despite losing to the Ravens, they still put 44 points. It was 40, no, 42 points, 42, yeah. 47, wasn't it, a couple of weeks ago. They still played phenomenally, you know, that, that game. Uh, it, despite it being a loss, that team could turn up and, and beat the Steelers. Uh, who are you saying? My gut, my gut is that the Browns, even though they're 11-5, they got here not convincingly enough for me. And even though Steelers went 11-0 and and maybe not had the hardest run, they went 11-0 and finish a season 12 and 4 which is still very very good so mm-hmm. just off of that I think the Steelers will have it for me <sighs> okay okay but okay I'm okay. not I'm not sure about it fine you go Steelers right I'll go Browns because the Steelers have no running game whatsoever and no, you need a James running back Connor in the playoffs is, he's not what he used to be no you, you need a running back in the playoffs I think Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt if they're playing on form with Baker Mayfield throwing it to Jarvis Landry he would be back in form I think mm. the Browns have the potential to play a better game. That's fair, that's fair. Let's do it, let's do it. So you've gone Steelers, I've gone Browns. We've both gone Saints. You've gone Titans, I've gone Ravens. We've both gone Bucks, we've both gone Seahawks, and we've both gone Bills. Yeah. Can't wait for these playoffs then, Kay. And going to be mad. We're just going to wrap up episode 18 with two bits of two, two little bits of facts. 
So, because we're not going to do power rankings this week, we decided, didn't we, Kay? Because yeah. we're pretty much the same as 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 they were last week. Um, two things. Just we just thought, you know, I just thought we'd talk a little bit, a tiny little bit about fantasy because we haven't really spoken about it. the season's ended now, hasn't it? Fantasy. Yeah. Uh, I finished fifth. There's a in reason the end. we haven't talked about. Exactly. It. <laughs> I finished fifth in the end. Good run of form for me in the end, though. I won my consolation game and then I won the fifth place playoff for beat Andy to to win that one so I ended up fifth and you ended up ninth K um yep. I just thought I'd let the listeners in on how we actually ended up getting on because we sacked that off pretty pretty early on <laughs> pretty quickly yeah um I just had a bad run um Saquon Barkley Barkley came out for me quite early on and then mm-hmm. whenever whenever anyone played against me they played amazingly I think I have the highest points against me in the league yeah and um but I didn't do too badly for points four I just think if I had Barkley, you know, it would have been a very different game. But I think I had a lot of injuries this season. Yeah, it was a tough season. Tough yeah. season for us both. The other bit of info that I wanted to part with you, Kay, mm-hmm. as we finish episode 18, as we finish the regular season, you owe me two pints. DK Metcalf, <laughs> two hundred twenty, yeah, 274 points. Tyler Lockett, 266. Get in. Is it two points? Two pints. I think it's two pints. Are you sure? Well, I mean, we can listen back to our previous episodes yeah. and find out. But I mean, you owe me a pint at least, okay? <laughs> you owe me a pint at least for the uh, Panthers Falcons game, was it? Oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> All right, well, that, let's call that one cancel out, yeah. and then no, no, we'll still buy each other pints. <laughs> <laughs> All right then. So that was. Uh, in, in reference to there our bet that Kay and I had, close. yeah, I mean, we said, you know, we decided on who was going to score more points. Four fantasy points, DK Metcalf or Tyler Lockett. I went with DK Metcalf, you went with Tyler Lockett. I mean, eight points between them. You know, it's very tight. I mean, yeah. you're loving life if you're Seattle with both of those wide receivers. You are, you are. When, they both, when they both turn up, then it's a one and done, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Anyway, I think... That- wraps up okay for episode 18 and that wraps it up for the regular season so when we come back next week we'll have been firmly into the postseason and we will have had six playoff games and we will be one step closer to finding out who will be in the super bowl i think it's 55 isn't it anyway that wraps it up for episode 18 thank you very much for, thank you very much for joining us throughout this journey yeah. of the regular season but do not it's worry it's not quite over yet it's not over yet exactly kate we'll be back for episode 19 next week it's season. never over, and this is only season one, and we'll be going for another 75 seasons. Oh, another 75 seasons. Wow, we'll be 95 at... No, how old are we? 22. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be 97 at that point, 97. Still <laughs> going strong, you know. Exactly. We'll, we'll catch you next week. See ya.